All right, folks, welcome to another edition of Ringside Ramblings. Today is May 21st, 2019, and we are coming off the heels of another, uh, we'll put subpar episode of Monday Night Raw. What uh, the yeah, fuck was that title? What the fuck? What the fuck? Anybody want to let me introduce you? Anybody? Can anybody give me an explanation? It's a twenty-four-seven rules. Uh, can twenty-four. Be is, is it? What year is this? Uh, Two thousand nineteen. And we have twenty-four-seven rules. That for for that championship uh, to be defended anywhere there is a referee. I mean, you got to be from. Fucking bloody Missouri to enjoy. I knew it. I like was this. waiting for it. I was waiting for it. Oh, hey, Trucker Kyle. Uh huh. I didn't know you. <laughs> I... I'm trying. Hang on a second. At the time, there was a cop car sitting right by the front of the truck, and I, I didn't want to do it just yet. Oh. Uh... <laughs> Weak ass uh, Missouri. All right, but no, seriously. And how how we got a twenty four seven champion? I mean, they were, everybody was like, "Oh, it's going to be a hardcore title." Well, it basically is now. That was the twenty four seven title. Was a hardcore title, the twenty four seven rule. And uh, we just kind of skipped the hardcore part. It's just the PG. This is the PG version. Hard, yeah. No blood, no blood, no hitting in the head. You can just run behind somebody and low blow them and steal the belt. <laughs> you can hit them with a car, apparently. Uh, did, did did you guys catch uh, Mick Foley's kind of backstage interview after he unveiled the uh, title? Uh, did he commit suicide? Because I think I might have if I had taken money <laughs> to introduce that title. He he blamed the crowd reaction on the fans being disappointed that it wasn't called the hardcore title. That's uh, not why we're disappointed. <laughs> yeah, you uh, think that's the reason? You know, I um, care. They could call it "shit on a stick" title, and I would show <laughs> the same amount of excitement. I mean, the belt itself looks like Vince McMahon took a can of Play-Doh, stamped in twenty-four-seven, and let it sit hard for the first three hours of Raw to get it out there. I mean, I think he made this belt that afternoon. I think he just opened oh, a twenty-four-seven title. What do you think his Call reaction was when he saw the final product? Vince? Yeah. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like some piece of crap that you see on WWE 2K19 that some kid made. I'm oh, sorry. Yeah, 2K19. It, Probably like it, 2K12 or some shit. Yeah, because <laughs> it has gotten... But, uh, the newer games have gotten better, so that thing looks like trash. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, because, I mean, 2K19, there's some actually really good-looking titles on there. There are, yeah. Much so, Sam, better than what we got on Monday Night Raw. Why, why don't you catch us up for those who might not have seen Raw or, or seen the unveiling of the championship? Why don't you kind of run through real quick what exactly we saw? Because we saw... Uh, we saw three champions over the course of the evening. Oh, okay, for the tw- so the inaugural thing is Foley like throws it down to the ring and says, um, 
basically have at it, boys. Whoever picks up the belt first is the inaugural champion, which, in my opinion, should be how it is for every WWE championship because they <laughs> suck. <laughs> it's like, this thing's worthless. Here, pitch it out the slot bucket. Whoever grabs it, champion, because nobody fucking wants it. <laughs> so all the jobbers run out from the back tripping over each other, falling down the ramp. And hey, guys, anybody can get it. Anybody from any show, any brand can get it. So fuck just anybody that's from Raw come running out. So they all fall down each other, and Mojo slides into the ring, and I go, oh, John's going to love this. Fucking Mojo going to be the inaugural 24-7 champion. But nope, not Mojo. <laughs> they all start throwing each other all over the place. And who gets the first belt? Mr. <laughs> Slide down the ramp, fall under the ring, Titus O'Neil, inaugural 24-7 champion. That's going down in history right there. You want Titus to resign? Fuck. You let him main event a couple times on, on the main event on the network. <laughs> Nobody sees that shit. <laughs> And you let him be the inaugural champion. This is the first time he's probably been on TV in a wrestling ring, full gear in like seven years. He slides in. He's champion. He go running up the aisle. Yeah, I'm going to run up the aisle because God knows I can't run down it without falling down. He runs up the aisle. He turns around because you just won the 24-7 championship. What you going to do? You're going to turn your back on everybody. Rude yeah. comes out, knocks him down, rolls him up. One, two, three. By God, we have a new champion. It's only been like 30 seconds, 24-7 rule. Bobby, I'm sorry, Robert Rude, who we just got repackaged, who defeated Ricochet's undefeated streak. They're going to do something with him. Yeah, they're going to give him the 24-7 championship for a hot minute. He runs around. What do they do? Now it's a fucking comedy title. He's in the back. Our truth is there, so you know shit's about to get serious. Now, Truth says, hey, hide in my trunk. Robert Rude, who's supposed to be rich and smart and everything, yeah, let me just climb in your fucking trunk. <laughs> truth shuts the trunk. Hey, guys, the whole lot. Looney Tunes runs out. Tasmanian Devil, Mojo Riley, all those fuckers, they run out. Which way did he go? Because obviously they're not as fucking fast as Bobby Roode. So Roode's in the trunk, and they're just staring at our truth We're going to trust truth. Yeah, that's what's going to happen. <laughs> he, he went that way. Everybody turns and runs that way. But Truth, he jumps and runs the other way. That was in a big red light to me. He's like, where the fuck's Truth going? Why doesn't he want the 24-7 championship? Because he does. He wants the $2.47 championship. So Truth walks over <laughs> He pops the trunk. He's like, hey, man, they ran away. And Robert Rude now is trusting the good guys. He's like, all right, can you drive me out of here? And Truth is like, sure, Holmes, let's go this way. So they walk over and Rude opens the back back door because he's not going to get in the front seat with Truth, right? That would make too much fucking sense. So he opens (laughs) the back door and there's a referee because... Foley just announced this a hot fucking minute ago, and Truth already has a referee. He's hatched a plan. So he's like, why are you here? Because that's what I would ask if a referee was in the back of a fucking car. 
why are you here? <laughs> Drew slams his head into the car and throws him down, and that's enough to beat Bobby Roode because fuck this. And Truth gets the pin. Now, Truth jumps in the back of the car with his new 24-7 championship, and he leaves the arena. It's a fucking comedy bit for fucking jobbers that they don't know what the fuck to do with. You don't want to free them of their contracts. You want to make sure everybody stays under contract. Nobody will bitch if you use them on Raw. So they have to have, like, Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows both have an end of the title. It's my belt. It's my belt. It's my belt. It's my belt. Because that's a fucking comedy trip. And they'll, sure, they'll resign for that shit. How is this a fucking good idea? Can anybody tell me how this is a fucking good idea? Not six-man titles, not a TV title, not a title that'll mean something, a 24-7 title that you can throw out there and use just whenever you have free fucking time because the rest of the company's going down in flames. Mr. Burn It Down, stale as fuck. AJ Styles is stale as fuck. You don't use Rusev. Aiden English is a fucking announcer now. Shinsuke... Did he go back to Japan? I don't fucking know. The only thing I fucking know is that they have Brock Lesnar come in to work a five-minute job that he most of the time he uses to walk down the ring. The other 30 seconds he uses to laugh or he tries to climb a fucking ladder and look like a big fucking idiot. Now Brock's Mr. Money in the Bank, and they just tease that shit all night. Who will I cash in on? Will it be Kofi or will it be Seth? And Paul Heyman over there, you're so great, Brock. They both want you. The championships mean nothing. Only beating Brock Lesnar means anything. (laughs) The show was a piece of shit. It was shit. It was fucking shit from the moment Money in the Bank ended. I do not know how anybody could enjoy this shit. I don't care if you pay $10 for the fucking network and you want to enjoy it. It's like Marie Con bring me joy fuck no does that catch everybody up <laughs> that was without a doubt the best wrestling recap i think i have ever heard that was fantastic I, that you. that was very well done <laughs> <laughs> oh you, you forgot to mention the fact that our truth is actually the european champion according to him um. <laughs> well, you know, because our truth obviously can't read. You gotta make it a stereotype, right? Well, I had heard the rumor last night that our truth actually lost the twenty four seven championship. He went to Seven Eleven to purchase a Frosty. He got pissed off when they said we don't have Frosties here. You have to go to Wendy's. <laughs> uh, and then the cashier apparently jumped the counter and, and pinned him. That that's what I hear. Um. So I guess it is it's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. But but that's the kind. Of, and here's the thing. Ultimately, that's wrong with this is the hardcore title back in the Attitude Era. It it was what it was. Um, but at least it there well, there's something about... to it. It's it's out of context now. We we are so far right. past this. We don't have extreme. We don't really have hardcore. We don't have this edgy programming. Now suddenly you're bringing out uh, Mojo Rawley and uh, <laughs> Connor and Victor, who I I thought those guys were dead, 
and apparently right. now they haven't used them for championships. Connor, who is a big ass dude, they don't use him at all. You cannot tell me if you did not build up Connor that that would not be as good as I mean he doesn't have the credentials of a Brock Lesnar or anything, but that's a big ass dude. It's like, you know, you put Connor in there with, I don't know, Connor and Eric Rowan. That looks formidable. You, know, you had these two guys with Daniel Bryan or, or as a tag team. That looks like a formidable thing. Like it, uh, Eric Rowan looks like it himself. But Connor's also the, a big dude. No, they don't want to use that shit. It's like you have you had Spud running to win the title. Oh, you had he still, Kathy Kelly running to win the title. You had Ezekiel Elliott. Oh, I'm sorry. No way, Jose running to win the title. <laughs> this is absolutely ridiculous. It was like it a is. giant mob of losers. I do need to point out one thing about the whole night. Sam was actually wrong for a change. <laughs> When Ricochet didn't win. <laughs> yeah. I was like, there's no way. They're going to push. They're going to start pushing Ricochet again. Because I was like, why have him in Money in the Bank? Yeah. Made, it just doesn't made make no sense. sense. And now all of a sudden you're going to push Cesaro? about had a heart attack. I was yeah. like, what? I just said that too. I was watching. And you were like, uh, so who do you think wins? Of course, you guys had already watched it. I was like, ah, there's no way Cesaro wins here. And then it was one, two, three. I was like, oh, motherfucker. Yeah, I, I was like, wow. When, when that began, I that's who I called to win. But I'm like, there's no way. They're right. not going to let him win. But that's who I want to win. And there was rumor of starting to give him some sort of push. I don't know. How far they're they going to go with that? They yeah. should, you know. Okay, so you know nobody else is saying it, so I'll say it. Who cares if Cesaro won? I don't care how talented you are. I don't care what your position is. None of it matters, guys. We see this stuff every week. None of it matters. Next week, well, Cesaro will be in a match and he'll yeah. lose. It doesn't exactly. matter. It's just, then, it's just like that's Robert the rude. And that's the point. Anymore, if you win or lose, it doesn't matter. You, they're going to get shit on no matter what. If only, if only someplace was going to start where wins and losses matter. Maybe uh, we, we can just find a t-shirt company or something that can just help, help us I put just, those dreams wow. together. You know, when, when, when Robin Roop beat Ricochet, I'd hoped he would have some sort of push. I didn't know it would be for the 24-7 championship for two minutes. Um, and I, I'm curious, like, are we going to get this for Cesaro? You know, is Cesaro going to get a push? Or is he going to, next week, be the 24-7 champion? It just it just doesn't make sense. It doesn't – I don't understand why they would even do this. We don't care if there's more titles. There's too many titles as is. Well, and when they were starting to bring that new belt in, you know, I, of course, didn't, didn't know, didn't think that it would be that. But I – you know, like a lot of fans thought that it was going to be some sort of hardcore, but yeah. hardcore doesn't make sense now. But that's that's what a lot of the fan boy, boy, boys want. I see it every day. It's all they're crying about. They want hardcore back. Well, 
Hardcore's dead and gone. It, it, it's not coming back. It's. The, and we kind of touched on this yesterday. If you have a hardcore title, all your hardcore matches, your street fights, your no holds barred matches, they're all meaningless. Yeah. You know, when Triple H exactly. is like, it's going to be no holds barred. Okay. Well, I just saw a hardcore match for the hardcore title. And, you know, they use 20 chair shots and barbed wire and all this other stuff when you got your fist taped up and you're going you to use a sledgehammer. You know, it, it takes the punch <laughs> out of it. Yeah. But let me say this. As a writer, there's no situation that I don't think you can write your way out of. So how would I fix this, you ask? Now, Kyle's asking. I know he's asking. Oh, yes, I am. <laughs> so here's my idea. How do you fix this 24-7 joke? Braun Strowman, who seriously needs to be rebuilt now because they fucked him in the ass at every turn coming up. It's just builds him up and just doesn't pull the trigger. Oh, he missed this spot, and he did that. You got to rebuild Braun now. Braun Strowman becomes the 24-7 champion. And he is 24-7 champion for the rest of his life, basically, until we just destroy this championship, because it's worthless. But you you strap Braun Strowman, and from here on out, it's basically a zombie apocalypse game. All these guys are gunning for Braun Strowman. Now, no single guy is going to beat him, but they may maybe someone will get him in numbers. So you just have Braun Strowman just beating these guys backstage, in the parking lot, in the hotel, at the airport, on the road, at the 7-Eleven, in the <laughs> outhouse. You know, Braun Strowman likes to, likes to drop where he shit on the app anywhere. <laughs> there's a there's a I poop here app. So you have Braun beating these guys everywhere. <laughs> Meanwhile, <clears throat> Brock Lesnar cashes in, gets the Universal Championship again, holds it hostage again, and we build and we build and we build. The road to WrestleMania. Braun Strowman says, "Hey, I'm 24/7 champion." I'm champion all day, all night, anytime, any place, anywhere. You've defended the title once. I want a shot at Brock Lesnar and the championship at WrestleMania because I'm a fighting champion. It's built. It's right there. You've had Brock do the same old shit so everybody hates him and we all hate him anyway and you have Braun built up all year doing the 24-7 thing you get all your spectacles out of it, you get all your crazy spots out of it and Braun's built up and you can even have it in regular matches You know, Braun's out there with a regular match 24-7 guys come pouring out you have McIntyre you hit the big kick all these guys come pouring out McIntyre doesn't get the win in a regular match against Braun because all these guys interfere because they want the 24-7 championship. 
So you could have Braun screwed over and not get a pass to challenge Brock Lesnar or whoever champion is because he's, you know, the DQ. So it's it's written right there. You can easily fix this whole mess and get Braun Strowman over and get him to WrestleMania to finally do this. And if Vince doesn't like it, he could always scrap it out. Because obviously this is a shit championship just to waste time. Yep. You know, your, your idea is so good, I can almost guarantee it won't happen. <laughs> um, and, and that's the sad thing is all these good ideas that and all the possibilities with the best roster arguably in the world and you can't produce yeah. anything compelling. If I just uh, stood up in the meeting and, and lay this all out for Vince, he'd be like, Where's the bacon bits for my salad? That would be the response <laughs> I'd probably get. Probably. Next. I don't think if it doesn't involve Roman, you know, he, he's not going to like your idea. Uh, I wanted Roman, ranch. We, we, listen, we, we will get into Roman and we will get into uh, much more here. Uh, we're going to take a short break. And when we come back, let's go ahead and we'll talk about uh, one of the newest matches coming up for the Saudi Arabia show. All right, that's anchor.fm. Get started today. Um, so, moving on, Saudi Arabia. Uh, we found out that Roman Reigns will indeed have a match. Oh, my. Against Shane McMahon. <laughs> uh, why? Why not? <laughs> I, I guess you're right. Let's do it. Because he's got to stand up for his daddy. Why not? But nobody did it for Kevin Owens. And we never yeah. found out who threw the pie in Kevin Owens' face either. I'm, I'm just saying. Right. Um, yeah, yeah I, I don't know what to make out of this. Uh, it seems like Shane and Drew are kind of hanging out together. I guess they're right. good friends. You know, maybe they grabbed a beer over the weekend and, and the, you know, they hit it off and, and they came up with this idea. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I think it's garbage. Um, and why is Shane McMahon like a wrestler now? I mean, like, he, he, I don't understand any of this. Why he's now? Here's the thing: I don't think he has any creative control backstage. That's at least what the re- recent reports have indicated. So I don't even know what kind of say he has in these yeah. few matches that he's been doing. Uh, what What is the benefit of having Shane so involved in your show? Oh. Well, I mean, it is twofold. You know, you have an authority figure that can get out there, but you had that with Corbin. You know, you, you had it with Triple H. You've you've had you've had it all along. So, why Shane? I think some people were excited to see him come back, and it just went to too much of a good thing. You know, it went to a oh, people are excited to see Shane, and then we can have all these people work with Shane and. That just that's that was it. You sound about as, as lethargic about this as I am. Yeah, I mean it's it's true though. I mean it's that was it. You know they decided they could use Shane. We could have all these other random matches, and they'll be quote unquote main events. But you know I hate to sound like Paul Heyman here when he talks about Brock Lesnar, but this is a situation where Shane is a uh, special attraction. But is it special if you're doing it? All the time. 
No. And I think no, that's, and that's, you know, that's why, why I'm saying like he's kind of just a, a wrestler now in a way. It's it's strange, yeah. and and it's it, he's becoming overexposed. I think, and and he's not. I don't know. I'm I'm done with this topic. Kyle, do you have anything to add? <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, Kyle. Moving on. Moving right. on. Wait, 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 uh, Kyle. Okay. You'll remember WCW when we had Ernest the Cat Miller, and we had um, God, what was the guy's name? The smaller guy, I can't, I can't think of his name now, but he, he fought for the cat over the commissionership a couple times. Yeah. He was a um, he's a comedian, turned into a comedian. I don't know what he's doing now. Um, hey, he'd be great for the 24-7 championship. Uh, <laughs> <clears throat> but, I mean, they fought over the commissionership and, and to do that authority figure, but they weren't always used as a wrestler on the shows, not even the pay-per-view every time. So, I mean, you you had more of a, a fight for the authority ship, whereas this is Shane's just authority for granted, and you're just having these random stuff now. And it really well, is quite random. It's not really storyline-driven, per se. Yeah, and I mean, like, pulling Shane out into a match once a year, you know, maybe two or three times a year, would be acceptable in the right mm-hmm time frame and the right story but when he's just throwing himself into whatever match he feels like or whatever store 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 he wants to try to do just doesn't make sense this thing with him and the Miz getting old but it you know yeah. He says that he's done but of course Miz you know says not so you can tell that's not done yet but yet, at the same time, he's going to try to start this thing with Reigns. So, I don't know if he's going to try to be going back and forth with something with Roman and Miz. And I think in a perfect we... world, perfect world, you'd use this opportunity to turn Roman heel. Miz yes. interferes in the matchup. Miz causes Roman to lose. Roman takes issue with it. Calls Miz out on Raw or SmackDown or both, and uh, but they yeah. are trying not to get him booed again. So God, I don't. What the fuck ever? They, <laughs> they have him win every guy. Did you I know. Pay per view, Kyle. We yes. talked about. This. Did you watch Beat the pay per view? Seconds. Exactly. <laughs> you cannot say but... you don't want to get him booed. When you keep doing the same shit Eggs, that got him I agree. But then also, the other thing that I kind of foresee them doing, since they are trying to still fuel the fire w- with Miz and now do the Roman thing, was it last week we seen Miz and Reigns kind of on the same page? Mm-hmm. So I foresee in the next month or so, it's going to be Miz and Reigns versus Drew and Shane. Oh, no doubt. Probably. I think that's where they're heading with it because it was last night too, right? Roman came out and uh, Miz was involved somehow, so I I don't know. That's right, yeah. Why do Um, they keep having Drew attach himself to somebody else? That, I, I just don't get get that. I don't either. I he mean, Ziggler, he can 
Corbin, and now Shane. I'll be right back, guys. John has hey, what, taken what shit. just happened? Somebody leave? Hello? Hello? Did he leave? I don't know. You know, this is the kind of stuff I get tired of when it comes to Kyle. <laughs> yeah. He had to go take a take a number two. Yeah, yeah. He had to go it's take. Perfect he saw, timing. He saw raw truth. He thinks he saw raw truth. <laughs> Kyle's trying to win the twenty four seven championship. Oh man, I wish somebody. would know, I mean, that. it's trucker Kyle because you know he's out on the road. He's got a he's got as much of a chance as anybody, right? I, I guess you're right. I, I wouldn't. Be we'll, we'll find out something like that. Was it was it truth? Are you there, Trucker Kyle? Yeah, now. Yep, Is I'm it back. Our truth. Did you see truth? Did you win the championship? Ah, uh, not quite. <laughs> you got away. You got away, John. <laughs> He's just too, too damn quick, 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 quick. quick. Uh, yeah, he's too damn quick. quick, and I'm just too fat. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh. K-Quick uh, and Fat Trucker Kyle. Sounds like a tag. <laughs> Speaking of too quick. Um, <laughs> uh, I swear I was going somewhere with that. Um, but my mind's just trying to think for somewhere else. Uh, anyway, uh, the, the Firefly Funhouse segment last night. Uh, a little quicker than usual. Yeah. Uh, a little more straight to the point, I think. Uh, with shots and images of babies. Uh with t-shirts uh, or whatever saying, let him in. Uh, let me in, John. The Wyatt character flashed on the screen, and that's it. That that was John. The Firefly. Song. What? John, let me in. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't talk to me that way. <laughs> you know, that, that so might wrong. work on other people in your life. It's not going to work on me. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, they just need to—they need to do it already. They just need to have him on the shows. But who cares when they do? I mean, that's what it keeps going back to for me. It, it is. You're—I mean, I absolutely agree with you. Well, it, They're going to bring happens, him in. Okay. We, let's hypothesize it happens, right. and he debuts, and it's cool. It's awesome. He might even get involved in a feud with Titus O'Neil or you know something like that. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. But who cares? Who cares? Because in three months, months, the title. Who cares? There is a fundamental issue at the core of this show, and no matter what is done, it's not going to be good. I, I don't understand what the issue is. I well, can't yeah, you identify do. it you do. to its core. Vince loses interest. He's like ADD. He loses interest after two or three weeks. The writers said the same thing. They pitched all these ideas. They got Mojo going. He got repackaged. They did a couple of vignettes. Vince lost interest. That's why Mojo is out running toward. Our truth is back. I'll be back. (laughs) (laughs) You know, our truth and and Trucker Kyle are like the perfect fit. I think Kyle's lying. I I think he thinks he sees a little Jimmy. Uh, I think Kyle's kind of hallucinating a little bit. Um, I wouldn't know, but here's the thing. Even with Mojo, I hate Mojo. Mojo hates me. I understand that. We, We don't like each other. And that's fine. Okay, I'll kick his ass any day. It doesn't matter. Um, he likes to cross the line with me, and I'll disrespect him. 
But that's besides the point. He is a great example of this kind of ADD thing you're talking about when it comes to Vince, um, the, the constant start and stop, yeah. start and stop. And it shows, and it has affected the entire product over the course of the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really hard to get into anything. But you're absolutely right with Bray Wyatt. You have him come out, he wins a couple of jobber matches. He wins a feud or two, and then what? Vince loses interest. Yep. It's not going to matter. It's not you might go you might build him up enough to fight Roman or your next maybe Seth or AJ. Guaranteed Vince has him lose those feuds. And as soon as that happens, he's done. He's over. It's played out. You've told the audience that this big, scary gimmick, it yep. doesn't work. And then he goes right back into mid-court purgatory, and you'll still have the same old guy's you know, rehashing some form of, of a main event. Here's, here's another thing. They did all this when his when when his girlfriend's about to deliver. So we've had the four or five weeks of vignettes. She just delivered a baby last week. So Bray's obviously not going to be up on the show right now. So how many vignettes are you going to play before we actually get to see Bray Wyatt? Yeah. Why not hold off? Well, you know, last night, hopefully it was just a one-off, but last night severely lacked in comparison to the last couple of weeks as far as the vignettes. Not good. If if they decrease in quality and entertainment over the next couple of weeks, it'll be dead on arrival. Yeah. DOA, absolutely. And, and the, the bad part is everybody is excited for it. It's something new. It's something different. The crowd at the pay-per-view were chanting, yowie wowie. Yeah. Yeah, but ultimately, what 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 is going to manifest out of this? I don't know. Yeah, um, I'm really at a, a loss for words. A lot of the time, when it comes to the show, when it comes to WWE, um, it feels well, like we're, we're doing things just to do things. I don't yeah, know. I was really trying to give them benefit of doubt for Monday Night Raw. You got a clean slate, so to speak. You got a new title introduced. Brock Lesnar's be reintroduced. You know, you get new champions. You can do a lot of things. But it seems like they're just business as usual instead of trying to actually put on a really good product. Right. And uh, I was severely let down with Monday Night Raw. Even to the end, like we were talking yesterday, the staleness of so many guys. And as as hot as everybody was behind Kofi Kingston, you have him come out and he's all like, you know, I want to build my legacy. I want to face Brock Lesnar. You pick me. And what they do is they just belittled him. Brock laughs. Heyman laughs. And they did nothing with it. Absolutely nothing with it. I don't care if Kofi... If he was the one that won their match and all that other stuff, you have Brock come out and we have what? Well, we'll tell you who we're going to fight, pick next week. And in my opinion, they should have Brock jump in that ring, you know, suplex Kofi, hit an F5 on Rollins, and then pick Kofi up, go to hit the F5. Kofi slips out the back, hits Bird in Paradise, wherever he calls it, Trouble in Paradise. And lay Brock out. 
Yeah. And leave Heyman over in the corner going, holy shit. But that the means place you would have exploded. need to have him do something other than just stand there. You know, I mean, I, I have the feeling that for what Brock is making per show, he would be willing to do a couple of moves. I but so. their idea of protecting Brock so much devalues the product. And, you know, I have the question, like, you know, if Brock's not willing to do something like that, why do you have him there? And if I was Vince, you know, and I'm paying that much for Brock Lesnar, I, I would really, you know, question, like, okay, well, I need you to do this. You F, you, know, you get, you hit the F5 on on Rollins, knock him out, and then you go to hit it on Kofi. Kofi's going to knock you out with his finisher. And if Brock's like, no, nah, I'm not going to do that, then I'd be like, well, then next week you're going to come drop the money in the bank championship. Because it's it's ridiculous to have somebody that's going to keep refusing, 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 and you as an owner refuse to build anybody that's going to get bigger than the company, but you keep bringing in somebody that's bigger than the company. That is insane. That's insanity. Yep. And, you know, I, I've talked about how they're getting the wrong heat. You know, they want the heat with Brock, that the fans, boo, you know, they hate Brock. But they do that because they know, you know, this is this is where it's going to end. You know, Brock's going to hold it hostage. And it's not Brock's fault per se. It's Vince McMahon. This is what he wants. And he's holding the company hostage. Yep, as that's old what Vince wants, and Brock's getting paid tons of money, so tons, you know. And they could actually make somebody the new Brock Lesnar. Well, that's what all, I don't understand. Is all the MMA him. stuff doesn't matter? It really doesn't. Um, Kyle, wake up, Kyle! Your, your alarm's going off. Uh, yeah, I'm having trouble on my truck all of a sudden. Are you breaking down? Yes, uh, low cooling oil hose just broke and I got stuff everywhere. Everybody buckle in. Buckle! Buckle up, everybody. <laughs> if you're in Missouri, get just pull over on the sidewalk. Pull over the grass. <laughs> Trucker Kyle is having issues, and you don't want to be in the way. Man, you never know what's going to happen here on Ringside Ramblings. We just get public service announcements. That's the truth. That, that is true. We're here to protect. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Somebody shoot out his tires. <laughs> Our truth is damaged this truck. <laughs> I think he got the championship from our truth. Motor really cut his brake line. And uh, here in a minute, as soon as he crashes, Mojo's going to get that championship. We don't get hyped. We stay hyped. <laughs> oh, my God. No. Do you get your uh, issue fixed there? You need a tissue for your issue, buddy? Trucker Kyle has abandoned ship. I think he has. <laughs> I never thought this day would come. 
Um, <laughs> well, oh, that's man. great. Maybe, maybe we can have a, a logical conversation now. Yeah. Um, Let the adults talk. Well, yeah, that's right. Uh, something else that popped up to me, uh, Corbin paintbrush styles last night. So I guess those two are going to be feuding. Yeah. Um, and I just wonder why. I feel like Corbin's ready for kind of something bigger than just kind of this little, you know, rebound feud from AJ losing the universal title match. Well, you'll be happy, I think, for let me to put it this way. Corbin's in the Scott Hall position right now. Yeah, he really is. He's feuding with everybody that's supposed to be pushed up. Yeah. And uh, he feuded with Brock Lesnar, or being Braun Strowman that whole time, and Braun was supposed to be getting the push, but according to Vince, he screwed it up, right? Yep. So, I mean, this is a way to keep AJ relevant and hopefully dust off all that staleness. I don't know. Hopefully kind of breathe some new life into it. Yeah. Um, I don't know why they don't just put the club back together. I, I don't know why it there's would, so much resistance. They might as well. I mean, I know Vince is probably like, well, if I put the club together and give the good brothers a little bit of TV time and they don't re-sign their contracts, then what was the point? Yeah, but maybe they'll re-sign if they actually have a decent gig. <laughs> maybe if, if they get the chance to wrestle. Hey, hey stop talking logic. <laughs> I know, I know. Usually, I imagine in WWE, when you talk logic, bad things happen. Oh, I, I mean, really, I, I, I don't know. And, uh, you know, we need a voice. We need a voice that's like pro WWE here. And I just don't understand, though. Like, I, I, if somebody can explain to me, I'm getting all tongue tied and flustered. If somebody can explain how this is good how it's good for business, how it's good entertainment or anything like that. I would, I would love it. I'm, I'm open to that. Yeah. But I fail to see how this is good entertainment. I felt how to see, just sit back and enjoy it because as a writer, as a creative person, you know, there are elements that take me out of the storytelling. If there is even storytelling there, you know, a lot of this stuff we kind see, of a stretch to say. There's no plot at all. You know, or, or if there is, it's very weak. It, like it's Shane, just, Shane Roman. Yeah, kind of it makes no sense. There's, you know, no, I, I think really that Roman did this to Vince, but that was so long ago. Right. So you, you, can't, you can't make the leap now, six months later. Yeah. You Especially can. if you say you're you're writing for casual fans. Exactly. Exactly. So I don't I don't think that's the reason all this is happening. I think it's just, hey, let's take this guy. Oh, let's take that guy. Oh, yeah, we'll take that guy and put him in a match. And and that's it. And it's there's (sighs) what else did we get on Raw last night? Nothing else I want to talk about. Um, I mean, we uh, I know we got to see the Iconics. You're excited about that, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Um. I, I am no fan of the Iconics. I, I am not. I, I despise the Iconics. I think they're a jobber tag team. So having the belts on them, I, I haven't even seen them defend them, so I'm, I'm not sure why they even have the belts on them. But, uh, man, you have your, your women's champion defeat, you know. I think she, I'm not sure if she faced both or just one. can't even remember. I don't know. But uh, I, I'm not sure where they're going with that. 
I mean, I, I was kind of falling asleep at this point. I mean, I'm not being funny. I was really just so disengaged from it. Yeah. It's so underwhelming. Yeah. And it's, it's so, like, I can't get into the next segment because I'm left going, you know, what the hell from the segment before. Just like uh, McIntyre versus, uh, who was it, Miz. I feel like I would have enjoyed this match if not for the first the segment prior, me going, what the hell did I just watch? Yeah. So it, it's, I don't know. It's like Cal's broken truck. No matter what you do, you can't fix it. You're just you're just fixing an issue until the next breakdown. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. I don't know. I, I hate so, to end the show on, on talking about the iconics. Um, <laughs> We're gonna start know. drinking. Well let let's here, we got about five minutes left. Why don't we talk about something positive? Uh, something big coming up this weekend. AEW's first official show, Double or Nothing. Uh, I wouldn't mind to take a few minutes here and talk about that. Yeah, let's uh, let's talk about Pac and uh, Hangman Page. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, uh, creative differences there. have been cited uh, as for uh, Pac saying he will not be at Double or Nothing. Uh, therefore, well, the, the match was actually done at on an indie show. Uh, yeah. Hangman Page and Pac, and that was released about an hour or two ago on YouTube. I haven't gotten to watch it yet. I've uh, seen bits and pieces of it. I've seen clips. And <clears throat> looks like we lost truck with Kyle. Yeah, there. he's gone. Uh, I think Mojo blew his truck up. Probably. <laughs> so, yeah, from what I'm, I've read and I can take from the situation is that the creative aspect of it is since because he's a uh, the world champion over at Dragon Gate, I believe. Um, he hasn't wanted to lose while he's Dragon Gate champion uh, because he, you know, showing respect to the championship and everything. And that's where he got his start, <clears throat> his big start. Yep. And from what I can gather, he was slated to beat Hangman Page at uh, uh, the AEW pay per view. Yeah. Uh, which is, I thought was shocking because I was like, oh, you know, surely Hangman Page will win. This would well, be a you know, a classic match and we'll see hangman start his climb to dominance. And, uh, apparently the creative differences is that they have decided, uh, hangman page losing was not in the best interest, uh, for him. And so the match is basically called off because of that. The yep. idea was, uh, having Pac go over hangman and then doing a Kenny Omega Pac match at a later date. Which would have been huge. Yeah, Omega would win. And the hope would be that uh, Pac would not be champion at Dragon Gate at that time. So I'm not sure what, you know, what is in store for the future between Pac and uh, AEW. His contract was open, apparently, for him to work Dragon Gate. And it wasn't like a, you know, a, a concrete contract, apparently, like everybody else's. It it was really open and different. So hopefully they can still get Pac to come in and, and do some work. Man, I, I hope actually so. expect him to show up at the pay-per-view anyway. And, and I was uh, thinking the same thing. He'll be involved kind of in something different. Maybe not even yeah. a match, but so, at least an appearance. Yeah, maybe. Um, maybe he gets involved in Heyman Page's match. You think uh, – uh, Apparently they both what, got what, paid for by AEW for the match 
they did on the indies. Huh. The one that's that's uploaded now. Well, uh, so I thought that was interesting. Yeah. Um, would this be the time to bring in Joey Ryan? Ooh. You know, the match hasn't happened. Exactly. And they had seemed so, to really uh, make amends almost. So I'm not sure. I mean, it would have no real build to have the match. So I'm, I'm not even sure. But apparently they're not going to introduce the opponent until the pay-per-view. Uh, I think the, the crowd would probably pop for it. I don't think – and I love Joey Ryan. Don't get me wrong. I'm a huge Joey Ryan fan. I don't think it would have the sizzle and high caliber uh, for a top card if you do that match at the yeah. pay-per-view. Yeah, it, at least without having, having, I guess, more of a reason right, uh, for, for it at this point. Uh, Although that was, know, that was kind of last a good year's reason, thing. but it it seemed to have resolution. So yeah, yeah. Well, I, it'll be interesting to see. Uh, do you who it is? Do you have any ideas or have any uh, insight to who it could be? You know, I I, I don't. Um, you know, obviously John Moxley comes into mind but is that really the position to debut him in i i don't know yeah you know because you're losing effort right because you you don't want hangman to go over but you don't want moxley to go over either i mean it wouldn't really benefit one or the other um in that kind of situation so i think if he debuts hopefully it's in a different uh capacity Mm -hmm. um i really don't know what what i would do at this point uh i don't know who is a big enough name out there that you could bring in to put Hangman Page over that would make sense like Pac you know Pac right. made sense he had a good little build for it it did and it, honestly it was one of the few matches that really had that kind of build um, something different going into it so I don't I'm afraid that it's it's going to be underwhelming whatever it is that's that's what I'm afraid of too and I, I would almost of them had Hangman Page lose, um, but get over yep. in the match, then not have this match at all. But not have what the match gonna at all. Do. Yeah. So you have our truth show up and defend his title. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. You know that's the thing. I I really don't know who out there they could bring in. Uh, you know, Impact. Maybe somebody from there. That I was just thinking that. You know, Sammy Callahan. Maybe Callahan. Um. Somebody that's willing to do his job that's not going to make them look like shit. Um, I was just thinking about Cross, but I don't know if I'd want him losing in his first match either. Yeah, that would be me too. You know, that'd be a good match. Yeah, but, but, but I'm uh, not sure anybody else that would have uh, a name value that the AEW fan base would pop for, you know. Uh can't think of anybody that's just left WWE either. Yeah, uh, I'm at a loss. I'm, I'm trying to come up. Let me ask something. you this from yeah. a legal standpoint. Uh huh. How much shit would it cause if a wrestler did show up and worked, uh, say, an unsanctioned match, even whatever that is, like KP? <laughs> uh, <laughs> While they were under contract still. Well, 
regarding your unsanctioned comment, uh, all matches are usually sanctioned if the state that the event is taking place in. You can't unsanct or unsanction. What if they were under one a mask? mask? <laughs> what if they were under uh, a mask and you didn't know it was a certain person? They didn't have the look or whatever. Then you would but, have to really have no identifying characteristics and you'd probably have to be paid under the table. And and there there'd be a few things in there that I I wouldn't recommend it, um, just because of this day and age we're in with social media. Right. It, it's not it's not worth the risk. Um. And and that's kind of my answer to the question is it wouldn't be worth the risk of anything. Uh. This isn't the seventies. It's not the eighties. Um. Things are a lot different now. And you can't. My dad always used to tell me, uh, things aren't as fun now as they used to be. <laughs> and, and, sure. <laughs> you know and, and that's kind of what i think of when i hear you say that is you know something you know 30 years ago yeah you could pull something like that off but yeah. now you know there's no way i i, I wouldn't recommend the contracts it. are so in detail now yeah yeah i would love to see like <clears throat> if you if you can't get a big name oh getting ready to get busted apparently oh big helicopter just went by uh, if you can't get a big name, I would love to see something like that almost happen. Yeah. But it would almost guarantee uh, that would be the last match that person probably ever did. And uh, you would never be able to see that match again except live on pay-per-view. Right. Right. And and you would be. But the stunt itself may be worth it uh, for AEW. I don't know. It would garner attention. Um, what, what would I do? I don't know. I'm looking at the roster. Uh Somebody like MJF might be their best bet, you know. Just just kind of go is out there. Is he in a match? I think he's supposed to be in that battle royal they're having for okay. the pre-show. Um, oh. Maybe have him do double duty or just take him out of the battle royal. I I don't know. Yeah. Uh, somebody like you know, Jungle Boy is not they're not going to cut. Get a Bullet Club member that might almost be worth like you get oh, yeah, like Tabatanga show up. And he was uh, hinting versus... on Twitter that he wanted to fill that spot too. Can you imagine? Oh, that would be awesome. That would be great. Especially if New Japan wants to, you know, work with AEW. I mean, a lot yeah. of the guys went there. So, and I, that I wouldn't may be doubt to go. I wouldn't doubt since they found out about Pac that they have been in contact with someone. They um, had to. They, they have to. They have to kind of reach out of their bubble here. Look, they're, I love AEW already. They haven't had their first show. I love the guys. I think their mission is great. I think I, yeah. I love what they stand for. Um, but you don't have the resources on your roster yet to just kind of be like, hey, no big deal. I'll let, exactly. let's put this guy in there. So they, they they're going to have, have to plan. reach out. Yeah, yeah. they, they got to reach out. Otherwise, I think so. they would just stick to what they had. You know what? We can't – I have no idea what to replace Pac with. Right. We have to stick with this. We'll have Pac go over. We'll have uh, <clears throat> Hangman Page put on a hell of a performance and uh, garner the fans' respect. Pot go over dirty. He's a bastard. Yep. Uh, and we'll we'll just do the build like we're planning on doing. Otherwise, I think they go, okay, we can do this. We yeah. can use this guy. Whoever it is, I have no idea. Um, maybe they have have an idea. So <clears throat> who knows? I mean, I don't. I can't think of any dream matches with Hangman Page per se. Uh, but I'm really high on Hangman Page. So, I'm, I'm curious 
looking forward to to seeing it. I think this is a bigger secret than uh, hiding Brock Lesnar backstage. <clears throat> yeah, which yeah. I think it's it's a little bit silly. To, you know, you're going to hide him backstage so it doesn't get leaked out. You know, if they leak out who Heyman Page's opponent is at the pay per view, who cares? Good, but yeah. yeah so, uh, man, I'd just love to see Luke Harper show up. In a oh, mask, man. could you in imagine? Tights, not his white <laughs> white beater and his blue jeans, but in you know black tights and black boots under a black mask. There's no tattoos or anything like that, but you would be able to tell it's Harper, and let him wrestle a completely different match than his you know moveset wise that you couldn't tell. But everybody going, oh man, I think that's Luke Harper. That would be great, hey, isn't he? That would be a great WWE contract. That would be a good match. Wow. It would just That'd the, be really good. Just the idea of, oh, wait, who's this guy? Because I, I, I think, think they're both kind of similar in a way. I mean, Harper's a little bit older, might not be quite as athletic as yeah. Paige is, but but they're both kind of you know bigger guys who can brawl. Yeah, kind of Harper's kinda have much that, bigger. Kind of have that little flying uh, or high flying aspect to the to uh-huh. their moveset as well. So kind of an X division, that, an old school X division. Yeah, that's right. Aspect that's to right. it. And I'm not just talking about like the high flying athletic stuff, but just some of the spot spots that they choose to do. Like, you know, Hangman Page has the the uh, flipping clothesline, and yep. Harper can do super kicks and drop kicks and fly over the ropes for so yep. that's like six six. Yeah, so uh, it would be a great match. Uh, AEW Double or Nothing is going to it's going to be a good show. Uh, I'll be out of town, as I, I've already told you. So I am going to have to drop off the face of the earth. I don't want yeah. a single spoiler from Twitter, from Facebook, from any idiot. Uh, Better tell Kyle. I know. I, I'm going to have to talk to him personally. Because I, um, I caught, uh, of course, I'm I'm on in Hawaii, so our uh, uh, shows air later than over there. Right. And uh, I had to like, throw the phone away for a little bit while I was watching Raw because Kyle was texting me. <laughs> Play by giving play. you play by play. <laughs> like, thank you, Byron Saxton, uh, for the play by play. That's right. You oh know, if God. I'm Taz, you're Cole. <laughs> oh my! Uh, <laughs> vintage Kyle, big dog. Uh, <clears throat> boss time. Yeah, um, I have. Uh, I have high hopes for uh, AEW. Same. This pay-per-view. So we'll see this weekend. They'll finally get an official show under their belt. And uh I mean let's let's be honest here. This is their first company pay-per-view. Of course, we had Doubler or I'm not, uh all in, which was by Cody and the Bucks. And they're in charge here along with Kenny Omega and, and the cons, but there is more resources and more authority that's gonna go into this show. But yep. at the same time, it's it's the inaugural pay-per-view, and I'm sure there'll be issues, and there's, I'm sure there'll be problems. Absolutely. And, uh, hopefully, hopefully they've had enough time to plan this out that it'll be good and get a little bit of everything for everyone. But I'm really hoping it's just a, a good example of the shows that we're going to get from them from now on. And, and that's kind of what they should be focusing on in this, you know, you can call it kind of a tour uh, leading up to their TV debut. Yeah. Uh, but Saturday is going to be important because I'm assuming it's it's going to be the first show where we have some rankings established. Let's hope so. Uh, yeah. Something going on there. Uh, your wins and losses. 
Um, so it'll be interesting to see. I think we'll kind of get an idea of where they're wanting to go with things. Uh-huh. Um, uh, so I'm really looking forward to that. Should should be a really good show. Um, and hey, it's probably worth the fifty bucks. Yeah, I'd say it's worth the fifty bucks. Everybody wants to complain. Let me about ask that, you, but yeah, who are you calling? Omega or Jericho? Oh man. Uh, I think I'll go with Kenny. The feel good. Uh, feel yeah, good yeah. I think they'll do that. Uh, I think. I think something's going to happen in the end. Uh, it might not be interference per se, but I, I think you know whether it's a, a distraction or, or something because there's being seeds planted uh, for Jericho and Cody. Yeah. So I think we might get, get to see a little bit of that. Um, and, and the storytelling, I mean, we're getting storytelling just from these YouTube videos. I Isn't can't it imagine. I can't, yeah. It's, it's wonderful. And and it, it really seems like, I think they're going to continue to do a lot of the storytelling with YouTube and, uh, hopefully of course the TV show, Sure. but the pay-per-views, it seems like they're you know going to try to do them like new Japan with the, uh, backstage interviews and, and yep. the real sportsman like stuff. Yeah, and I, th- I think it's a great idea. I can't wait. I'm ready. I'm ready. And if it, if it wasn't for my trip this weekend, I would be watching it live. Uh, but I'll, I'll have to go back, and hopefully on Monday, uh, I'll get to watch it. So it's definitely going right. to be a great time. Um, so that's kind of kind of where so, I'm looking to next. I'm, you know, I'm done it... with WWE for the week. I'm not watching SmackDown tonight. <laughs> uh, He's done. I'm not watching NXT tomorrow. I'm not watching whatever else they have this week. I'm, I'm done with it for now. Uh, we, we got a yeah, great I, event coming up this weekend. I kind of feel, feel the same way. You know, it's, it's time to catch up on some new Japan. I've, I've been putting yeah. off, been really busy. And, uh, you know, the amount of time I've, I've given to WWE, I could have caught up on new Japan already. That, that's how uh, I feel. I'm wasting all this time on something that's bad, something I yeah. know that's bad. And, and I could be watching something that's and, good. Uh, if you so. can't tell by our demeanor folks, we we are one step away of just having the show in a bar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and just, you know, keep it coming. Keep it coming, bartender. Give me do, another Do you round. remember when the show started and we were, you know, very proper and and, and do, we're all yeah. over the place now and we don't care. That's what this show has done to us, having to watch this stuff, to review it. And that JD from NY, I completely completely understand oh, why he totally is understand he is because we, we've been doing this for maybe about a year now yeah uh, he's been doing it longer he's probably he's ready to to gouge his eyes out and he's quite involved in the indie scene i believe too he is so it, he doesn't need to to do his podcasts i guess but you know he, he chooses to do it and part of doing that's watching the wwe shows and uh, it's driving him to insanity. And then I feel like we're on the same path. Yeah, I do too. And that's, uh, I think that's one reason why we've looked to expand the Square Circle Journal family yep. here. Um, to we, get we some new get blood in here that uh, <laughs> can do some WWE reviews for us. And that we can get some uh, differing opinions um, than our own. Because it's driving us crazy. So um, hopefully we can... We can get some guys in here like Trucker Kyle. And yesterday I had uh, Josh on the show. And of course, we had the loose cannon on the show yep. about money in the bank. Um, and I'd so, like to bring uh, like to bring Sean Allen back, too. He, he was a good guest. We had a couple yeah. months back. 
Um, hopefully. So yeah, again. hopefully we can get these different perspectives on and, and get weekly, maybe even uh, uh, bi-weekly shows for to cover WWE to allow John and myself to take a breather from the product. Well, I mean, or, or do, or cover something we enjoy. Because yeah. I don't believe it, it's best for anyone to listen to this constant negativity. I don't believe it's <laughs> best for us to constantly bash something. We you know we we're bigger guys, and, and we don't want our blood pressure, you know, causing us a heart attack or <laughs> or anything. So, so these moves uh, at Squared Circle Journal are for health reasons, especially. Uh, also, I think uh, I think I speak for you as well. If now, honestly, we see a lot of this on Twitter where people are like, "Well, if you don't like it, don't watch." And we watch to uh, in hopes that it gets better and to to bring the fans our uh, insight and opinions and uh, what we thought about the product. And I think at this stage, neither of us would probably be watching WWE that much if it wasn't for the show. There is so much other anything I could be watching. I could watch anything other than sitting there for three hours and watching raw you think yeah. darkening the lights during the third hour is going to keep me awake <laughs> are you serious i mean it, it's ridiculous and, and i'm i'm usually a, a pretty laid back you know positive this show brings out the worst in me and or does it bring uh, out the best i don't know i guess that's kind of kind of up to the listener um you like this side of me though yeah, I, I like to see you get worked up there a little bit, John. Yeah, yeah, I know you do. Know well, you. it was another. I guess Kyle's day. not coming back. Um, hopefully, Cal comes back. Period. I don't know. I think Mojo, he's okay. Mojo might have off me. <laughs> I don't know what happened out there. Well, so, maybe if I, there's anybody we, listening in Missouri, you see Trucker Kyle on the side of the road. Give us a holler and uh, let us know he's okay. <laughs> Uh, I was laying on the side of the road. He's he's still holding on to his phone though because maybe he wants so bad to record for the Squared Circle Journal. It's his favorite. Podcast. You know, I've got. Hopefully, he's okay because I got big plans for Trucker Kyle. I want to send him out. You know, hopefully, we can both do these episodes where we can send Trucker Kyle out to the truck stops to talk to the truckers, to talk to the waitresses, the cooks, the random people, and get. I want to get the people's opinions on. I wrestling. want it. I want it. I want this on YouTube. I Ooh, want these to be maybe, recorded. Maybe we can do that. Maybe Man I wonder if we can we can do the show live while also getting Kyle to record it. Yeah. And uh, while while the app's on, I have to check to see if the app will allow you to re- take a video while it's on. That'd be great. And uh, if it does, we'll air. We'll have the YouTube footages we can air later as well. Uh, which we go want. around and, and I, I would love maybe if he can go to Indiana yeah. uh, or a state like that, uh, you'll get some interesting perspectives. Oh, it'd be uh, great. Maybe, Dif- maybe get a different state Ohio every week. Wouldn't that be awesome? <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> you know, uh, let's get Indiana's perspective on, on the, the WWE and AEW. Are you aware of AEW? What'd you think about WCW? Or, you know, Who's the greatest world champion do. of all time? He could have two pictures. One of Daniel Bryan and one of Roman Reigns. <laughs> and he could go around and ask unsuspecting oh, people. I remember that. Wasn't that some bullshit? <laughs> that was some bullshit. <laughs> that was some bullshit. 
Oh yeah, oh. Pe- people really, uh, people really buy into that stuff. Oh man, yeah, oh. yeah, that would be that's great. What I, I'm hoping we can do that. We got to talk him into it. I think he'll do it. Uh, See, the requirement to be to like, push. if you want to get a Kyle. push, you got to be willing to put the work in. Kyle, uh, let me in. Yeah, let me in, Kyle. You stop doing it. <laughs> Uh, Kyle just opened his door. Hey, <laughs> I, I think he's gone. Well, so I, I think we need to wrap this up. Yeah. Um, I'm going to head over there now and see if I can find him laying on the side of the road. <laughs> <laughs> if I do, I'll take pictures and send them to you and I'll keep going. Yeah, we'll put that on YouTube. Yeah. We'll put... <laughs> Maybe uh, see if TMZ is interested in purchasing the footage you know, of, the, of the famous well, trucker been, Kyle. This has been good. It's I'm glad to have you back. Yeah. Thank Just you. John. I'm back. And, uh, you know, I was hoping to do this episode earlier this morning. And uh, maybe I'll still be able to squeeze one in this afternoon if Trucker Kyle's alive. <laughs> and uh, I might I might try to get see if uh, uh, some of the other hosts we're looking at are available and try to get them on a, a steady schedule. Yeah, that'd be great. We'll because the, the more, the merrier. We, we yeah. Can, you know, as uh, our listeners may or may not know, we're looking at doing the Goats of Wrestling podcast. Yes. Uh, so we'll need to follow, yeah. follow that account, uh, Goats Pod, G-O-A-T-S. I'm, I tell you what, I'm looking forward to, to the Goats of Wrestling. You know, we're, we're talking about going over uh, wrestlers like Ric Flair and uh, Gorgeous George, Harley yep. Race, you know, Bruno San Martino, some of these uh, bigger names Rick in wrestling. Rude. I'm really looking forward to the heel wrestlers. Well, to really um, get a staple. Of... Rick Rude was leading the poll dramatically. Really? Uh, yeah. The options were Harley Race, Ernie Ladd, Big John Stewart. One of my favorites of all time. And sixty-four percent, sixty-four percent of voters want to hear about Rick Rude. All right. So I know you would you would love to do that episode. Yeah. Um, but you know, I, I think we we want to start maybe with, with a gorgeous Georgia, because uh, so much, in my opinion, and, yeah. and I can make this argument when the time comes, so much uh, really comes from from gorgeous George and that era of wrestling. We owe uh, so much to gorgeous George, we and, and we don't realize it. So I, I think yeah. it's really important to kind of make that the inaugural episode. Um, so keep an eye out or an ear out for that one. Any other housekeeping things? Oh, that's all I can really think of at this time. Um, I don't want to oversaturate our listeners. And uh, that's something we have discussed. But I think uh, different shows with different hosts and our listeners can kind of go back and forth, whatever they want to listen to, what they feel is better. Um, let us know as well. Let us know. Square Absolutely. Circle if, yep. if you don't like a host, let us know. And uh, they don't like Kyle. We want, <laughs> we want to bring our listeners uh, what they want to hear. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I've, I've, you know, been worked with uh, the loose cannon before over on YouTube and, you know, I've had some listeners like, Hey, you know, I love what you guys are doing, but I really like cannon and the rest of the connoisseur. And I enjoy what the show that they put on. So, uh, yeah, you know, I'm I'm hoping to do some more stuff with loose cannon underneath the Square Circle Journal banner. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. The loose it cannon definitely. Talk. 
if gotta, she lets you talk. That, that's going to be the question. You gotta, you gotta squeeze it in when you can with um, the loose cannon. You know, I would be comfortable offering her just like Sean Allen a, a spot to just do her own solo podcast. Yeah, that'd be great. I think she could pull it off. So exciting developments here at the Squared Circle Journal. And look, we know you guys are listening. We can see it, and we really do appreciate it. I don't think we say it enough. Uh, Y'all put up with our attitudes, um, our negativity, um, which tells me that y'all are negative too, and and we love you for it. So (laughs) I like to think of it as the power of positivity through negativity. Wow. It's like, have let me let me put it like that. this. When I when I write a novel and, and you've read my my first novel, John, yeah, um, you still gotta edit it. You gotta go back through and edit and sure. edit and edit. And that's kind of like where our negativity comes in. You know, we watch this stuff and we go, There was no editing. <laughs> yeah. It was just uh this was the rough draft and you just set it out. And uh that's that's what Vince does. You know, he he scraps everything and then he he puts whatever out like, you know, 10 minutes before raw and then we get shit yep. and it shows. So sure does. That's what we do. We're the editors. That's right. We're wrestling like editors. The editors of wrestling. Yeah. It's good stuff. All right. Well, <laughs> everyone, thank you so much for listening. It's been fun, Sam. Uh, hopefully Kyle's okay. Hopefully he's not dead, but toot, toot. y'all are going to, ha- I'm not going to tweet about it. Y'all are going to have to tune into the next episode. Is Kyle dead or is, is he, he alive? Dead? He's live. Hashtag toot toot. Hashtag toot toot. Yes, I want to see it, wrestling community. What is that? T-O-O-T. T-O-O-T. That's right. (laughs) Toot toot for Kyle. Toot toot for Kyle. Toot toot for Kyle. One like equals one prayer on this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Prayer for Kyle. (laughs) One like equals one prayer or retweet if you hope that he follows. Let me in, Kyle. We would have so Kyle. many retweets. Kyle, let me in. <laughs> okay, that's enough for now. Until next time, this has been Ringside Ramblings. Leave it at that.